They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking. What's up, everybody? Welcome. You welcome back to the Matt Match Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host for tonight, Ayla Aaron Lloyd. I'm joined with my guy, Dirty Dominic, Act Two Flyer Extra. Vicky, how you doing, baby? Um, you know, just happy to be here, chatting with my best friend, sipping a beer. As always, guys, watch on YouTube. Make sure to like this video, turn your post notifications, comment. Also, I uh, wish our good friend Josh Prepagina a happy birthday. His birthday was yesterday. was two days ago, actually. Happy belated. Two days. Wish him a happy belated birthday. And all podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play. And make sure you use code Ring and Madness on Ringside Club and save 10% off your order. So we missed a week last week because I didn't think there was a much, much to talk about. Um, did you watch anything last in the last couple of weeks? Because I didn't watch much. I did watch one thing in particular that I think you'll get a pop for. Uh, man, I really haven't watched much. I've, I've been crazy busy. I've watched Monday Night Raw the past couple of weeks. Um, I, I think like the next day, like Saturday morning, I've been skimming through um, SmackDowns. I actually didn't watch yesterday's Dynamite. I, I watched the first match earlier at work. The tag match was good with BCC versus FTR, um, time limit draw. But the rest of the show, I still got to catch. What did you just watch that you were excited about? So I watched myself on Chris Van Vliet's show. Uh, and by myself, oh. I meant O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, um, so I didn't watch that, it, but I did I did listen to the audio. Okay, so if that wasn't me, <laughs> I, other than him being a rock fan, I'm a Triple H guy. If that was not me listening to that interview, then I don't know what it, what, what, what it is. Because I was like, because mm. I always joke because like, I always got the comparisons. Like, Yo, you kind of like Ice Cube or whatever. And then when you see his son, and he's he's light he's light skinned like me. And it's like, oh my god, you could be Ice Cube. You him favor like especially without my beard. But like listening to him, I was like, look, we are like identical, <laughs> other than the rock stuff. Uh, Share my same sentiments with AEW. Then Tony Khan, of course, comments without listening to the whole thing. Uh, um, but I thought it was a good interview. It was a good. So interview. I, Actually, go ahead. I, I did see uh, Cube like responded to one of his friends that was like, or well, I'm sorry, one of uh, one of the haters that tweeted him said something about, you know, if there was ever a time you should have pulled out, blah 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 blah. But what did TK say back? I didn't I didn't see that. Basically, basically, I'm I'm paraphrasing a bit, but the clip circulated. I'm sort of Tony Khan the clip, um, and you listened to the it. Faceless but... fans. No, it wasn't that. It was more about as I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure you're in agreement with this. And I've talked about it. And he said, he said, he said, I like AEW. You can't like both. It's okay. But his thing with AEW was, and we talked about this all the time, they're a niche, they cater to a niche to the niche audience. And a lot of times, like for example, like they'll just randomly bring a guy from Japan on and promote it. And it's like, okay, like who the hell is this guy? And and stuff like that. Now, like if if you're the niche fan, then you don't you know who he is or whatever, but yeah. it doesn't cater to the casual viewer, because even though like I know them, it's like okay, like this guy's coming, like who, like I can care less. And um, for somebody who doesn't know him, it's like okay, well why don't I care? And that was like his main gripe. He said he went the full gear last year at the forum. He said he liked it. He said he watches. He says he he understands. And he said it's okay to like both. But Tony Khan basically came back. I'm assuming he saw the clip. He was saying, basically saying that well, you could try, you could open your mind to new things, but. He said he was into new things, um, but 
that, definitely a good listen if anybody wants some some good like fan or like good audio from like an actual fan that's not really yeah. in the business. So it's really a good listen. Pretty so cool to be like a, you know a real celebrity like his yeah. own celebrity plus he's you know second generation. I do love like you know he said that you know he's a big fan of like the lineage wrestling like you know Dom being there son of you know. Um, second generation wrestlers, Randy, Rock, so forth, so forth, so forth, which is something he can relate to more than most people. Yeah. Definitely a good listen. Um, other than that, I didn't really do much. Um, I did, I'm almost, I, I'm, I'm a year late, but I'm almost done um, the showcase in WWE 2K23, preparing for 2K24. Uh, so I wanted to get that out the way before 2K24 came out, because I am one of those people that says, I'm, I'm going to wait, but still end up buying it, like, first week so i did complete i did complete that other than that i didn't really watch anything other than the stuff i needed to watch for the show and last week we were not here so we didn't get to give our thoughts on the press conference so we're going to preview elimination chamber for you guys and this is going to go hand in hand with cody rhodes and seth rollins will be on the race and waller effect this saturday morning at the elimination chamber so give me your thoughts on the press conference and what do you think is going to happen on the Grayson Waller, like with Rollins and Cody. Oh, overall, I thought the press conference was pretty cool. It was something real different. I mean, tonight's a rare night that we're recording on a Thursday, and it was cool to have something going on with mainstream wrestling on a Thursday. Um, don't know the last time you know we've seen that, probably since last time SmackDown was on Thursday. Um, it was pretty cool that they did a, a free press conference, and you know, obviously they had the publicity of the Super Bowl, people like being there. But, you know, to have that many thousand people show up in short notice, like days, it wasn't even like a full week. Um, pretty cool. Um, definitely got to hype and build up the show. I do love the moment of, you know, Cody saying that he was going to be challenging uh, Roman. Um, you know, what us want, uh, what, what we all want. You know, we want Cody. Uh, the hashtag that trended for over 72 hours. I mean, I, I was watching it like a hardcore fan. Like, I'm clapping the hell out of my hand during a, a lot of stuff that transpired. But I enjoyed it overall. Yeah, so, for me, like, the press conference, um, like, the, the, my, my – I'm, I'm very patient, but, like, my, but my impatience kicked in because, basically, it was, like, a promo for Bianca and Love and WWE and then – you got, Bianca, you got Becky and Rhea coming out. I was like, all right, we know this is like going to be the main thing. This is going to headline this whole thing. It's like, come on, let's get to the point. We're going to see what's going to happen. Um, I thought it was cinema. I thought it was great. I thought it was like handled really well, especially like the aftermath of the press conference with with uh, Rock interacting with, interacting with Hunter, Roman and Rock, Roman and Rock going out together. I, I thought like that was like an extra layer to the story storyline, and I thought it was really great. They brought a lot of eyes to the product because something I also want to talk about too is I talked about when The Rock was on first take, he talked about making WWE bigger, taking it to that next level to where it could be, reaching more people. I think this is the most we've seen like casual people talk about WWE in years. For sure. Like even like I didn't watch it, but I saw the clip of the Joe Budden podcast. Even picked, uh, even picked it up. And I was like, oh, well. I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad you really, didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I just saw it. Um, so I was like, wow, like, even this got, this got like the, a headline. It, it was about to slap. Like, I didn't watch it. I just saw it was about to slap. But still, it got a headline. 
and like everything, everything the rock's doing everything that happens in the storyline i'm hearing about it at work from the most cat like i don't even know if you could call it casual fans it's it's the laps fan really yeah and what and we had the rock officially join the bloodline on smackdown hollywood rock is back so give me your thoughts on that awesome i love that it's like the homage of like 90s heel rock and 03 hollywood heel rock I love that it's like the mix of like the Versace-esque shirt, but instead in 03, he was wearing a vest, so they mixed it together. Um, it, it is a cool thing about wrestling. Like, you know, it, it's a hot big button because it's The Rock, but people are psycho overanalyzing everything. And it's like, I'm here for the ride. Like, yeah, is it weird that like when he did like the the bloodline point? Yeah, his thumb was up too. You could take that. You could, you know, was that him being lazy? Like, guy is a pro. There is there some, uh, you know, hidden meaning behind that? I'm not sure. Um, but it, it's it's all exciting. Uh, I, I'm enjoying everything. I I do hope. I, I mean, Triple H did say don't don't get your hopes up, but. I would love to see him surprise and, you know, in, invade the Grayson Waller effect and, you know, whether he gets a cheap shot in or an, um, Cody or Cody's girlfriend, Seth. <laughs> so I just want to start by prefacing this. This still made no sense because I came on here last, two, two weeks ago. I was like, Cody saying that it's not going to be a WrestleMania. But then at the press conference, he says he wants his, he wants his match at WrestleMania. Still makes no sense, you know, but they, they, they tried. I'll, I'll give them that. Makes no sense. Um, when I but saw Triple H, me then, do you do, do you not think that this didn't change on the fly? You think this was all planned? Well, well, remember how how quickly WWE was was embracing this "We Want Cody" thing. Like, I don't think they, they the would embrace it no immediately, immediately after The Rock said, "I'm doing this." Like it's like immediately after. If, if this was like a week later, sure. But less than 24 hours to damn there immediately, no. Because I, I'm going to get to this. So, like, I, I love the Hollywood Rock theme. I would have loved to be at the Hollywood Rock theme song. The thing I really liked was the next night after the press conference when Triple H cut that promo saying it's going to be Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania. And it doesn't matter what you think or what you want, or whatever, which one, whichever one he says. It, it made me want like Triple H versus Rock again. It brought me back to 2000 all over again. But I thought Triple H's inclusion this was great. And also, something I do enjoy is on TV, he's now Paul Triple H Levesque. We got to tell you, Triple H died for me when he cut his hair. Moving on. I thought the promo was great. I thought he ran down Utah perfectly. And as you said, people are like psychoanalyzing it, but of course the internet's going to internet. And one thing we learned about in Triple H's WWE is little details matter. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the seen. I'm sure you've seen the internet people saying when The Rock said he's going to make sure every do everything in his power to make sure you lose the title at Wrestle at WrestleMania. He pointed at Roman. Um, you saw him throw up the one with an L for example, and things like that in Triple H WWE, they have mattered. And I keep, I harken back to when Cody said he wasn't going to face Roman at WrestleMania and then him and The Rock, they kind of embraced before Cody left the ring. 
So it's like, okay, what was that about? So you kind of, it kind of happens in the back of your mind that these two are like in cahoots to get Roman to lose the title because said, everything is pointing towards that. I think in my, in my opinion, um, how we get there is one is another way, because I think at chamber or you know, the Grayson Waller effect that we're going to get an uncle Teddy tag team match for night one, because I think that there's nothing that can save night one's main event except that tag team match, because anything else is, is going to suck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it. anything else other than that will suck because CM Punk versus Seth was supposed to be the match. And I think this is the next best consolation prize. McIntyre versus Rollins will not have the magnitude to Punk versus Rollins. And plus we've got, we've got that match. This I think is the next best thing you can get. So I think it's a good consolation prize. What do you think? I'm here for it. I just, you know, again, we haven't been getting these um, two night manias for what this is going to be the fifth year of it. But we've never had really somebody compete two nights back to back. I love it, but it's been one of those things that has been, you know, fictionalized for years. Oh, you know, you could have Roman Roman defend on night one, then night two. I mean, that was rumored for last year. Like he could go against Roman, or he'd go against Rock, and then defend defend against Cody. Obviously, that was a rumor at one point for this year. I'm here for it, but I really don't know. Like night one just seems like such a. Like, what if? Like, you have no idea really what's going to happen with it at the moment. Yeah, because I, I think that's where we're, I think that's where we're leaning. And the interesting thing is, well, like, let's say it happens. I think Roman and Rock win night one, um, and then after that, we'll we'll see what happens. But that's what I think is going to end up happening on night one. But but there is a like I'm one of those people that's like kind of like psychoanalyzing that whole um, SmackDown situation. Because I, I, I think it means something. So speaking of Elimination Chamber, we have the Elimination Chamber match. This this well this Saturday morning to determine the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship is going to be LA, LA Knight's Dominic Mysterio. LA, LA Knight, Randy Dominic Orton. Mysterio, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. Who are your thoughts and who are you going with? Well, Bobby's got that storyline going on with the factions, so it's not going to be him. Um, ain't going to be LA Knight. I really the only other person besides Drew I could see it maybe being is Orton. I know, uh, you know, there, it, Seth did just say in an interview today that he would like to defend the title uh, against Rollins or against Orton. I'm sorry, um, Rollins versus Orton rematch from nine years ago at um, Mania 31 where. Um, Rollins took one of the greatest RKOs of all time, and he did lose against him. Um, would be cool, Randy, to get would this be his fifteenth or sixteenth? What has this been? Uh, fourteenth or fifteenth. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'd like to see him get higher up. I'm pretty sure it's fifteen or sixteenth, but um. Yeah, so I would like to see it. I just don't really see that. I, I'm been a little nervous because of his last couple of matches. Like he, he looks in pain. Hopefully, mm-hmm. he's just doing a phenomenal job at selling. Um, but I'm here for either one of those, whether it be Drew. Uh, Drew's doing great heel work, um, or and it would be kind of like a sentimental one. Um, plus, also it does give real name value. Like 
you can't really say to a casual or like a lapsed man, like, yeah, Seth Rollins is defending the belt. Like, you're going to get a 50 50 chance they're going to recognize him. But he's like, yeah, he's defending his world championship against Randy Orton. Oh, oh, I know Orton. Or he's defending it against Drew McIntyre. There are going to be people that may, I mean, there's, you know, the casual fan may not know who both guys are. <clears throat> so, so that's why I could see them going with Orton, but you never really know. Yeah. So another thing about this Russell, potential WrestleMania card, we're kind of get it, it's, it's rough to kind of accept that we're, we're we lost Punk and Rollins, we lost Gunther and Brock, and we also pretty much lost Gunther and Braun Breaker, which is like my backup. they back, like I was looking forward to that match. I talked about that last time we were here, and we lost that from what everything everything it looks like. So in this match. They have a built-in story because Drew McIntyre has been excellent. And I think he's going to win, and he's been excellent this entire time. Um, he already has a built-in story because when he was facing Rollins a few months back, it was about him getting his his rightful place. And with this injury to Punk, and it seems that he's going to be the guy, it's perfect for him to go to WrestleMania and win at WrestleMania, finally get that moment, even though he's a heel now. Because I think this new this hero, my McIntyre, has been excellent. And then after he won the title, Rollins can go away, get fixed up, and then Punk should be back around. He should Punk should be back for SummerSlam, and that's your first built-in feud. And then you, next year's mini, you could you have the built-in Punk Rollins right away. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Um, I can see them going with that either way. Uh, I do like your idea of the tag match, but I do, you know, I, at the same time, I feel like I also love the idea if it, ha- it's, it happens for, in the tag match, but I, I remember cringing when Seth got hurt because I was like, this is finally going to be his year. He's going to get to, you know, close one of these nights. So I'm just looking forward to him being there. We don't get the tag match. I'm looking forward to him at least defending the title, hopefully being healthy and putting on a um, <laughs> five-star match like he always does yeah because like my, my thing was like when I, my, the only thing that hold, that held me back about that tag match thought but i do think we're getting it is rollins wrestling twice because granted the tag match rollins rollins is going to rollins um he doesn't he really doesn't care so he's gonna go out there and break he's gonna go out there and damn near kill himself but then even though the tag match is a way to protect somebody he's still gonna go out night the next night and still wrestle so he's going to pull double duty, but I do think tag match is going to happen. But that was my main concern. Like, okay, can he actually pull both nights off? But knowing him, company guy, he's going, he's going to do what he has to do. So, But I do think this is tailor-made for Drew McIntyre to win this match. And interesting thing is, like, I don't know what we're going to get out of this because like, it's like, okay, like, what's Randy Orton going to do at WrestleMania? Um, Logan Paul, I can see him. In a triple threat, with maybe um, LA Knight and Kevin Owens, LA Knight and Kevin Owens, because 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 of Kevin Owens' match from Royal Rumble getting screwed over, and then LA Knight he needs something to do, and I think it's about time that she probably put a title on this guy, even though he doesn't technically really need it because he's so over, and he, he and he's great, um, but he wants it. Yeah, I know. And then um, we do it, AJ. Um, essentially, and maybe for, for Randy, you go Randy and Braun Breaker because they're both on SmackDown, and I think that would be a good first view for Braun Breaker. 
to it, it, it to go over a Randy Orton potentially. But the card's going to get shuffled around so much. But I'm looking forward to it because we're going to be there in person for for one night. I'll put it that way. But I do. I'm mean, I'm interested to see what the show. AJ, AJ versus to. Carl Anderson on the pre-show. Please no. Uh, <laughs> All right, for Women's Elimination Chamber match, we got Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and Ra- the return of Raquel Rodriguez. Who you got? Becky. Yeah, I- I'm going to agree with Becky. Um, I, was, I was thinking that because per the video game with Rhea Ripley and um, Bianca Belair being the cover, one of the covers, that they want to give us that because we haven't gotten that in the main roster either. And the, the last time we got that was at TakeOver Portland, which I still think is the best TakeOver ever. Um, it gets it gets forgotten because it was before the pandemic. But I thought we want to get that. But we also have not gotten Becky and Rhea yet either. So I think that's I think that's going to be the match. I do think Becky wins this match. Um, I, I kind of laughed. At them trying to hype up Liv, Mor- Liv Morgan to win the match, even though I love, I mean, I do, I do, even though I do like Liv Morgan, I was like, ah, you're not gonna win. <laughs> you're not gonna win. They try because they, they had some valid points. She was the last Yeah, it was like she was the last person to defeat Rhea Ripley, and which I it, forgot like, that's that. I did too. Cause Rhea Ripley hasn't lost in so long, so I was like, yeah, you know what? That's a fact, but. You know what? You guys tried, but we know it's going to be Becky in this situation. And what are your thoughts on them possibly, well, on them possibly removing Jay Carter from the match? Um, I mean, she would have been taking a loss, so I, I, I get that. I, I really was hoping for it. I was hoping to see her be like a surprise in the Battle Royal. I don't know if they had a thought of like, uh, okay, like, we saw her in the Royal Rumble. Let, let's make her second match be a battle royal. I could kind of see if like they were apprehensive about that that call, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, now I'm just dying to see when the hell are we going to see her again. So, so my thing is here because I, I'm in agreement. I saw people losing their shit about why she wasn't going to be in the match, and then talking about their book on her terribly. No, like this isn't a like I understand like it's for a championship opportunity. But at the same time, I don't think you needed her to come in here and lose. The rumble is fine because you're being thrown over the top rope. And, and technically, she she was eliminated, but she didn't get like manhandled over the top rope. So I personally think she's going to cost Bianca Belair this match, and I think we're going to get Bianca and Jade at WrestleMania. That'd be cool. I'm with that. that that's that's what I personally think because she's still she's still yet to sign anywhere, and I think that that's what that's what's going to happen. And that'll be a, a big marquee match for WrestleMania. What about her? Pull, what about her pulling like an edge and during someone's entrance, she like jumps them and take steals a spot in the pod. That's not that's not a bad idea either. But she has to win. I mean, I feel like if she makes it to the last two, you know, or like you know, what, what if she like eliminates four people and then she's the last person eliminated, has a strong showing. The thing her, is, you see her pin three people, tap one person. The thing with that situation is, it's like, and this is what happened with Edge when he jumped Kofi. I believe it was, I believe, I believe it was. You're doing it for a reason, and in that situation, you have you have to win. So, 
I don't mind that idea, but she would have to win. But I think Bianca and Jade is the money match. It won't be for the title, but I well, do think her, it's a her, key match. Her versus Rhea would be interesting. They got a lot in common. <laughs> uh, speaking of Rhea, she's going to defend her women's world title against Nia Jax, me and Craig's favorite wrestler. Who you got? <laughs> wait, wait, remind my drunk ass why is that Craig's favorite wrestler? So I'm, I'm not sure if you remember, but when we were watching the Rumble, when Jay came out, he was like, yo, she's so jacked. I, mean, I don't know if I like that. And then Nia comes out. She's like, yo, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he was drinking too much. <laughs> oh, God. She is. But <laughs> who you got? Oh, his girlfriend weighs about as much as her bicep. So that's hilarious. <laughs> uh my my baby girl Rhea is gonna retain. She's running yeah. the title back home real quick. Yeah, I agree. And I want to give Rhea. Um, I'm gonna give Nia Jax her kudos because she's been really good since, since since she's been back. Way better than she that, was before. I, was um, say, I bet you think that. And then we got the tag team titles on the line. We got Judgment Day defending against Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Oh man, I think there's a good shot. Maybe the titles change, but like. I, I really want that, like, I, I wish we could almost, you know, if the titles don't change at Mania, they need to do Kurt Angle WrestleMania 2000 and, like, make it a triple threat. And the first pinfall, you win the Raw Tag Titles. The second pinfall, you win the SmackDown Tag Titles. Because split these up. Like, they actually, WWE actually has a lot of tag teams right now. And, like, they can't do nothing because the belts are just off, you know, one team or one show. Um, they've been rumored to get new belts for year for like the past year, year. I feel. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't happened yet. I'm fine with them still being unified because like it, it makes everybody it, like there's I feel like there's there's less makeshift tag teams now. Um Yeah, there, there's def- there, there there's a ton of solid teams, but like you we just don't get to see enough of them. And I don't mind that. Um like for example, like we saw DIY got their opportunity a few weeks ago, or should I say DX? DX? I'll get to that in a little bit. So we saw them get the opportunity. We saw Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate emerge as a, as a tag team. Um, we we lost the Brawl and Brutes as a tag team, but it was replaced with Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Um, glow pretty, up, glow yeah, up. <laughs> it is pretty deadly. Is is, is coming back, um, and you also got you still got the mainstays with the Street Profits. Um, so I'm not I'm not against it. I'm not against it at all. I, I'm not against um the titles staying together, which I'm fine. I, I just prefer new belts personally. Uh but oh, you talked about it. Belts. You talked about it. Our truth, a fucking treasure. <laughs> One in a million. <laughs> just oh I'm so glad Triple H is utilizing him again. A treasure. Um I'm not saying you saw when Dom I'm not. I'm not sure when you saw when Dom faced um, was it LA Knight to get into the chamber match, and he asked for the chair, and Dom's like, "I'll put you in. Ju- you're in Judgment Day if you give me the chair." And True gets the chair, and it sits in it. <laughs> in it. The interview with Jackie, the fact that she kept a straight face that whole time, I thought was yeah, great. Really, <laughs> because I was, I was dying the whole time, and. It's got to be awesome truth beating Judgment Day at WrestleMania. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. And 
I mean, I'm with a, I'm with Miz winning a tag title with his seventh different partner, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it it makes sense. I can see it going to Mania, but it's just one of those things. I still would like the title split up, uh, and I I, lo- I love to see. I love you know what, Truth might be the only human in the world. I'd like to see carry two tag belts. You know what? He'd be the one to make them split up. He'd be like, "Wow, I got to carry two. <laughs> Like, uh, like we haven't I talked about blue him. and you carry you you carry both red. Like, like we haven't um, talked. Go the ahead. Managers I work who's very very casual fan. He hasn't been watching for like seven years, and he's like one of my best friends. Texts me every week and says, "You got to just watch the R Truth segments. You just got to watch the R Truth segments." And he looks and he's like, "Why is he so funny?" And I'm like, <laughs> "He's been like that forever." And then like. Also, like on his nameplate on Raw, he's like long been in the company since 2000, longest active member of the roster. Um, so good, like even like when he he thought Dominic was two people, like Dominic, all that. Dominic, this 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 whole DX thing with DIY, fantastic. I I I I can't. I hope they win a tag team title. I really do. I, like I was mad. I sold his figure. I was so. That's so. That's so. He'll come back on the TV. I'm actually mad I didn't get his greatest hits figure. I'm good off of that one, but this this whole silly art. I just food, can't have enough of him. Like he he. And for all the years I've been co- collecting, his twenty four seven figure was the only one that came out while I was collecting. Like I've yeah, because he didn't have many. Like yeah, I think there might there, there's probably three or four older elites, but they're so similar. And then it's like you know at, at that point it would be backtracking no matter what. Like none of them were you know on on shelves. Oh, so good! He, he, so such he's such a gem, really, really is. Uh, anything in AEW land? Man, I'll I'll tell you what. As the you know biggest you know the flagship, you know I wave the flag for AEW on the show. I don't know. There's uh, I you know next week. Hopefully, we will be previewing uh, Revolution. But there's not too much going on. I mean, we got the double turn where Hangman just turned heel. Swerve's definitely leaning way more babyface again. I didn't watch this week's Dynamite, but I don't got too much to say on um on Dynamite uh, or or the whole AEW thing at the moment. I mean, WWE is they're rocking. I know we're on the road to WrestleMania, but they they are doing their thing right now. Do you uh do you think Swerve wins as of now? Hmm. No, I could. I, I see Joe holding the belt a little longer. Um, I see Hangman taking the fall, but I, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's one of those. It's one of those few tri- triple threats. Like, I don't like if Joe wins and retains. I mean, he's defended the belt against Hook and no one else. So I wouldn't be upset. Joe's doing great as a champion. If Swerve wins the title and he's been proclaiming in interviews and in promos, he's going to be the first black AEW world champion. Awesome. Tear in my eye. Like, guy's so over. You know, I'm, I roll around with my 10-year-old daughter, bump in his theme music. I'm here for it. If heel hangman look like Magnum TA, w- wins the belt, wins it for a second time, and he'll be one of two or three people to have won the title twice, I'm here for that as well. That, that that that's a shocker. I don't see it happening. So any result that happens with this match, I'm I'm looking forward to, and I see it being a good triple threat. Yeah, and um, my my most anticipated match. I talked about this like a couple weeks ago. 
um, Diana and Tony Storm. I think that match is going to be really good. Oh, and I, that is arguably the best stuff going on in AEW. I'm actually looking forward to you know, it. That, that's the only like, thing that I've like. Granted, like you know, Diana Parada is like one of my favorite wrestlers. It's definitely top five for me at the moment. But that's the one thing that I like sought out, and the only thing I, I, I really like heard anybody actually talk about a bit and look for, and like actually looking forward to. But I'm really looking forward she, to that match. Yeah, she's been fired since her debut, and Tony Storm is this new character is on another level. Yeah, and we'll talk about we'll talk about it next week because I'm 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 interested I'm interested in talking about that a little bit, especially with the upcoming debuts we have. Yeah, potential a, a potential new news. Well, we know that new people are coming, but potentially a boss is coming. You mean a rainmaker? Maybe both. Maybe both. Big business. Look at them. Anything else for me? I think that's about it. Um, I ain't got much else. So I don't right, so we gave him, I gave him a quickie. <laughs> you always right, got to get one in every now and then. Yeah, it's got to go somewhere. So, as always, guys, make sure to thumbs up this video, turn your post notifications, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast on audio platforms. Ringside Collectible, use code MS, have 10% off your order. I'm Hillary Lloyd for X2 Flyer Trimbicky. We will see you guys soon. Talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with this elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle.